0: Democrats' attempts to destroy their enemies have now backfired, creating a string of political scandals, embarrassing them, and perhaps culminating best in the second failed attempt to impeach President Trump. Yes, they've lost again, but they have some sly backup plans in their back pocket in an attempt to keep President Trump out of office. We're going to cover all of this, including the embarrassing moments of the impeachment where they had to immediately change all strategy and drop the impeachment or else. We're going to go through all of this and more coming up. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos. Here we go. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our Set It and Forget It program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our patriot promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com Link in description nemosnewsnetwork.com breaking the cycle of fake news now if you've been watching the reality tv show that is reality at this point then you've noticed that the democrats are attempting once again to impeach president trump and it has now backfired spectacularly and blown up in their faces So we had a number of interesting points raised during the impeachment that really got under the uh, defenses and undermined the entire case. Now, we could go through fact by fact and point by point and prove that it was not President Trump that incited anything. And we could go through and show how Antifa was there actually causing the violence. And we, we get into a little bit of that. But the sheer hypocrisy Of Democrat leaders in their own words, in their own actions, including bailing out Antifa and rioter terrorists, which, by the way, included Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's own supporters and staffers. So, if they're allowed to bail out Antifa and incite violence with their rhetoric, and President Trump isn't, that's a very open double standard, and they can't really pull that off in the optics. So, they had to backtrack and backpedal I don't know how they didn't see this coming how are you going to go after President Trump and not expect him to play the Maxine Waters clip or the Nancy Pelosi clip how they expect there to be more uprisings or how people should gather up a mob and push back against right this is the kind of violent rhetoric that led to Steve Scalise being shot with the hashtag hunt republicans which if you recall Even fake news reporters and and blue checkmark Twitter uh, people were uh, sharing and and tweeting at. So I want to just point out that all they really had to do was ask the simple question, does a politician raising bail for rioters encourage more rioting? This is a very slippery slope because any attack the Democrats make on Trump exposes them to the very same attack. If you're going after Trump for corruption, you're going to get your own Uh, Corruption looked at very closely by the people. But if you're trying to go after him for violence, we've already seen where the violence comes from all too well as your side, the Democrats, the radical left, have been beating our side up in the streets, including women, including children in some cases, including puppies in some cases. BLM killed a puppy, all of this. Uh, And we've had restraint and not had violence from the right with very rare exceptions, uh, 99% of which was self-defense. So we know there is a clear double standard here. And and the point of this particular video is not to convince you of that. I've been covering this for four years now, how Antifa is is, you know pretending to be one thing and the media and the establishment are covering for them. And I think everybody kind of knows that now, so we won't spend too much time on this. But if you're new to that, you know, the ratio of violence from a Trump supporter to an Antifa or radical leftist is uh, is like a hundred to one. In fact, you can go to Breitbart and look up the violence tracker article, where they have over a thousand different incidents of either media-approved or uh, condoned or defended uh, acts of violence from left wing against Trump supporters. You can only point to a handful of immoral, violent acts from right-wing supporters uh, of Trump, and they were questionable supporters in that, a lot of them. So, uh, you know, the ratio is nowhere near. In fact, I've been making this joke lately, especially after the 6th and how we caught CNN, and actually, that most people don't know this, there were other fake news uh, corporate entities there as well. I've seen footage that had another MS, I think it was um, MSNBC, they had another uh, mainstream media corporate uh, journalist there in a MAGA hat, Pretending to be a Trump supporter, just like we caught CNN's own uh, reporter there undercover. So you know the actual ratio of violence between a, uh, for example, a QAnon supporter, which the left-wing media goes crazy for and calls them, you know, the the terrorist and and white supremacist, everything else, and the media journalists themselves, the fake news journalists, not the real journalists out there like myself. Uh, the ratio of violence is actually quite off. If you actually did the ratio, and I don't know what it is, but if you actually did a a study of it, you would find, I'm I'm convinced, that there are more violent journalists working directly for, employed by mainstream media corporations uh, as a ratio than there are violent Trump supporters or QAnon supporters out there. So I think you're more likely in a room of a Trump supporter and a CNN journalist uh, to find that the CNN, CNN journalist is the terrorist, just based on the odds, just based on the ratio, just based on what we're seeing here. You don't see too many uh, QTubers out there uh, committing acts of domestic terrorism. In fact, <laughs> we're going to talk about that too, because they actually had to pretend that an anti-Trump uh, YouTuber was a pro-Trump YouTuber because they couldn't find any actual uh, leaders among the group out there to go after who were Q supporters. We knew that it was a trap. Uh, We would never have fallen for it to begin with. Now, and we've always encouraged peaceful. Uh, You know, another point they brought up that not only have uh, 20 or so, uh, maybe more at this point, uh, individuals who were arrested uh, been identified as connected to Antifa or BLM or left-wing politics or Democrats, like the guy carrying the rebel flag. uh, He was you know, the Confederate flag through the Capitol building. He was a registered Democrat. Um, they actually brought up the point that for one of the first people arrested was a leader of Antifa. You know, again, that harkens back to John Sullivan. So, you know, this is an indefensible point in any fair trial where the Democrats are in a lot of trouble. And that's where it starts to get interesting, okay? Because, of course, they showed a video of, of you know, moments and moments and moments of the video. We have plenty of footage to go from, from left-wing, provocative statements of political leaders who are, you know, walking the fine line of incitement if they're not inciting. By the new standard they're trying to hold Trump accountable to, they were openly inciting violence against their opponents. Openly, openly, openly. That is the standard they're trying to hold President Trump to. But not only did they go through uh, all of that uh, as well, but they actually threatened to bring in Nancy Pelosi and D.C. Mayor Bowser, Muriel Bowser, to testify on what they knew and when they knew it as far as inside information in regard to this false flag hoax event at the Capitol building. And that, my friends, immediately made the Democrats uh, backtrack and they dropped this impeachment and they gave up comparatively. They don't want to bring in uh, any witnesses after that, you know, President Trump's legal team also brought a list of over 300 people out that they wanted to bring into question. But uh, I think just mentioning Nancy Pelosi probably backed them down. But what was their defense against uh this video showing their own words, their own re- uh, violent rhetoric? Well, <laughs> they don't have much of a defense, but hey, many of the people on the video were black women, so I guess it must be racist. To point out how they were being violent. That's the only defense they have left. If you call us violent for punching you in the face, you must be a racist. That's essentially the kind of logic we're dealing with. But at the end of the day, this many days, a bunch of waste of time and money, the Senate voted 57 to 43 to acquit Donald Trump. Now, here's the thing. They are planning other ways to get him and try to prevent him from running for office. McConnell even hinted that he could be charged criminally. That's a sick treasonous thing to say, McConnell. Of course they would want to go after President Trump criminally and they probably will. They will try. But I just want to mention that um you know th- this entire thing flopped but they do have another uh legal mechanism I don't understand it exactly but I think it allows for a simple majority vote by which they can declare that he incited uh, insurrection and was participating in insurrection and therefore will never be eligible to run for office again. And that seems to be something they could try uh, to run for. I don't know. We'll see. I do want to mention positively that Twitter, like YouTube, is losing billions of dollars because they are censoring. And it is a steep cost to pay. I want to encourage people to continue starving the beast. Don't shop with these companies like Etsy and Amazon and don't support Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. You've got to find companies like Gab, companies that don't censor and support those companies instead. I also want to mention that, you know, they're they're running cover for anyone that goes after right-wingers or attacks their political enemies. They will protect them. In fact, it's the one thing I admire about the left. They will protect their own. They are, um, you know, to a degree. If it gets too bad, they'll throw somebody under the bus. But generally speaking, uh, they will protect their own. And they're vicious about it. They work together very well. And that's why they win politically. But Biden's DOJ is now dropping a lawsuit that uh, former President Trump's DOJ started against Melania Trump's former friend who breached her contract and secretly recorded her and a conversation that she was having for a tell-all book. The DOJ doesn't provide a reason. We know what the reason is. You helped us to to hurt Trump and his family. Therefore, we will get our government to back off of you. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Thank you very much for your help. And uh, enjoy that book deal, right? That's how it works. Now, switching over to other scandals and embarrassments and Maybe good news for uh, people who want justice and truth to win out. Cuomo is now being looked at very hard uh, after one of his top aides admits that the nursing home data was intentionally concealed so that the federal government would not find out because they did not want to have a federal investigation. What is the the expression that uh, Democrats love so much? Nothing. Uh, if you don't have anything to hide then uh, you shouldn't mind us looking or something like that, right? Now, uh, lawmakers are calling for Governor Cuomo's removal after this uh, scandal erupted. And that's not the first that's happened, but now it's starting to really catch on as uh, it goes mainstream. We've had people, uh, you know, holding, uh, or not holding, but attaching tarps and signs to hang off of bridges in New York in, in the past saying, Cuomo killed my mom or Cuomo killed my grandma, that kind of thing, in order to protest his brutality, forcing sick people into nursing homes when he had thousands of available hospital beds open. It was sick. It was it was genocidal. In fact, it was demicidal or democide, which is death by government. <laughs> That's a word you may start to hear more often. Now, Capitol Police officers actually issue a rare vote of no confidence in acting chief and leadership there's been a string of resignations and suicides since january 6th and it is very suspicious Uh, again they are trying to purge all maga and maybe they're trying to cover up their own criminal involvement um, getting rid of the weak links they do cover for their own but they will easily kill someone off to cover up a secret as well especially some low-level cops or doctors or journalists and that's the kind of people that are usually on the front lines there. Uh, Politicians as well if they do the right thing, but most of them are slimy and crooked. Now, I also wanna mention that the culture war continues. We are winning, but there are massive, massive, massive amounts of human suffering wrought when we allow uh, these Marxist indoctrinated educators that they are not really educators, they're just there to indoctrinate these indoctrination agents of a Marxist race-baiting uh, religion of hate. That's essentially what we're dealing with here, especially around the Marxists, especially around the Antifa and BLM types. They are ideologues. Uh, they're, not, they're not in it the same way that like a Nancy Pelosi is in it for communism, okay? They actually believe in it and want it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is just using the idiots for power and manipulating their emotions, but, and that's, of course, how it always works in communism, by the way. A little history lesson. But in Philadelphia, one elementary school is making students simulate a black power rally to free Angela Davis from prison. So they're basically training and indoctrinating children, very small children, to become uh, race rioters. And I've already interviewed one lady in the past. I can't even say her name. She interviewed anonymously because her daughter went to what she called an Antifa Boot camp, just a general public school in New England. And she had to move her daughter because she was afraid and suffering persecution and blowback for even questioning the narrative and the rhetoric and the, the education. Now, I will destroy you. This is from a Biden deputy press secretary threatening a Politico reporter of all things. Usually you don't hear about that. I'm sure it happens all the time. We all remember. Uh, A famous um, image of, I think it was Feinstein kind of uh, putting her hand on the wall, sort of intimidating Murkowski and Congress. I mean, this is the sort of thing that happens all the time behind the scenes. One brave reporter from Politico uh, just happened to go blab about it and get this guy fired. He actually did resign. Um, Another one bites the dust, you might say. Another uh, sleazebag Democrat who had to step down after a political incident was too embarrassing to allow him to maintain uh, even the illusion of doing a good job. I mean, that's pretty bad in in today's time that anything would make them step down. I mean, they get away with a lot, as it is, and they already hate us and talk about wanting to to hurt us in a lot of ways politically. The idea that somebody would step down (laughs) over something like this It's kind of funny, but at least in some cases, there is some level of justice. Like I said, they do protect their own. So I imagine that, you know, even someone in the cabinet would not want to go after a mainstream media journalist the same way they would someone like me, uh, an independent media journalist, citizen journalist, because, well, you know, the mainstream media might fight back or get pissed or offended, right? They want to maintain a good relationship and uh, as I leave here, because here's my dog. He's coming to see me and, and wants something, maybe dinner. I, I will close in saying thank you for your support. Um, if you found this to be of value, please uh, like, share, uh, subscribe. Uh, find uh, our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. You can uh, support us with our sponsors, Shop Patriot. Uh, at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. We also have a donation option there. And uh, we just appreciate everyone who's sticking with us. Uh, I know it is a difficult time. A lot of people have bad morale right now. A lot of people are upset. They're losing hope. They're tuning out. But not as many as you'd think, in fact. People are upset and angry, but they're not giving up. They're, they're looking to what is next. What are we going to do next? Because I've been saying this for a long time. Revolutions never go backwards. None of you are going back to sleep, whether you like it or not. You can't unknow all of these things. And now, knowing, simply knowing, is destroying their entire lie-based system. The matrix is falling apart. We're winning. All politics, as uh, Breitbart said, a great man, Andrew Breitbart, uh, is downstream from culture. And we're winning the culture war. So with that said, I'll see you on the next one. Best of Nemo, Sal.